Welcome to Mother of Pot. I mean, to me, okay, to me, that sounded spot on perfection. To me, it sounded like I clapped and then I clapped. You clapped. (laughs) Welcome back. Um, Welcome back to Mother of Pod. It's so nice to be sitting here in this sunshiny day alone in this room with you on a screen. Currently, no child is on my body. We need to talk about bouncing this week. Okay, so let's bounce into bouncing. A lot of people very invested in my trampoline purchase. Uh, Thank you for all of your support on this. Uh, I actually have a trampoline update. Okay. Have I told you this? Can you start from the beginning? I can't remember. Did you talk about your trampoline on the last episode? Or is this just private conversations we've been having back and forth? (laughs) I don't even know anymore. (laughs) Like, I don't think I've talked about the trampoline on, on any kind of audio platform. Just generally in our private. Okay, hit and us it, up. And I, I, like I put on my Instagram story last week, anybody in my two kilometer radius have a trampoline, go and spare. I will pay anything, basically. Did anybody? Like, loads of people getting back to me, telling me that like Smiths were still delivering. This toy shop was still delivering. The thing was, I had bought a trampoline, or so I thought, from a man who was um, doing a lot of uh, trampoline supplying. And I'd paid up, I'd paid a huge amount of money, like easily over a hundred euro, <laughs> um, for this eight foot trampoline that I was being assured was being shipped from Holland. So I had been already on this like emotional journey with this trampoline purchase, but I had poured it's... all of my hopes and dreams, basically, of an easier life into when the trampoline comes, the children will fuck off to the trampoline. All, all parents know that the type of hopes and dreams you pitch on something. It's like trying to get a baby to sleep machine. Um, oh, yeah. It's usually sleep related. Well, just in the early years. But, you know, when you're just waiting and waiting for this product that you found at 3 a.m. on Amazon, this stupid yeah. lump of shite that's going to fucking... Fix all the your self, problems. Uh, what about the self-rocking I remember that Moses one. basket? Oh, I remember I was obsessed with this leaf. I never bought it, but I was thinking in my mind, that's, I think it was just too expensive. I was like, I'm sure that's the thing. It's just that's out of reach. That's the thing. And it was a vibrating upright chair that would sort of sway <laughs> like a leaf. It looked yeah. amazingly comfortable. All of these things to adults look fucking amazing. You just... Like, why wouldn't you want to sleep in this thing, you ungrateful infant? Yes, you see, but children aren't adults and don't no, like the things we like, like sleeping. <laughs> we need or... no encouragement. <laughs> Do you know? It's just a, yeah. That's why we're attracted to all these stupid products that for an adult would be amazing. I mean, this. I think, by the way, my screaming children are probably being picked up on my mic because they are outside. I can't um, Okay, well, that's good. Uh, <laughs> I'm not your mic, so. But just, uh, you know, should anyone be worrying about the background wall of screaming in my uh, home, don't worry, Seb is out there, uh, I presume, reading The Guardian and ignoring them. Um, but anyway, back to trampoline, right? So uh, this trampoline that I had ordered and I had waited and waited, it was due to come on the 4th of April and uh, the most hotly anticipated day of the year, people, 
on the 4th of April got a devastating email no longer shipping and refund oh. and I was like no they waited so long to tell I know and then any, everyone was like on Smith's they're still they've still got trampolines friends they didn't have the minuscule trampoline that my garden could accommodate they mm. had the 15 foot trampoline extravaganza that I cannot they're the ones pace. that end up on the M50 on a blowy day <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking humongous they're the, also like we talked about this before if you are have neighbors that can see that you have a trampoline you're a fucking fool you're gonna attract every little snot rag in the neighborhood not anymore not anymore you're safe at the moment but this will but be over someday and those children will remember your house and they will you will be that house we all had one on our estate when we were growing Bulls. up that had like a PlayStation, mm-hmm. no, a Nintendo, mm-hmm. um, that had the gear, all yeah. the gear. Um, anyway, uh, so Smiths, yeah, they had nothing of my size. Well, you could get the smaller one, but uh, only on pre-order um, for when they'd be back in stock. Put that over your ear now for a minute, Jennifer. So, went on, done deal. Actually, by miracle of miracles. Well, first off, I was talking to a man in Cavan who completely fucked me over. If he's listening, I fucking, I know where you are, Vincent. And when this is over, I'm going to come down there and shout in your face because you led me on. Fucking Vinny and Cavan happened? had, oh, I was on the phone to him. He was selling his trampolines on Dundee, but they were like brand new. You know, when people are doing that kind of buzz. Off like the back it, of a book. Bu- uh, yeah. Yeah. They randomly Suspect have 80 location. brand new trampolines yeah. of We bought a TV sizes. from one of those guys. Yeah. And he rolled up in a van, a high end, <laughs> and he had about 40 TVs boxed <laughs> in his back. We were like, what? They all say the same thing as well about TVs. They're like, oh, it was an order for, for a hotel that didn't come through. Ah, brilliant. They all, if you're hearing that, it's a fucking lie. Believe me, you're buying a lie. Um, so anyway, fucking Vinny. I was on the phone to him loads. I was like, Vinny, I'll do anything. I'll pay anything. Can you hear the desperation? He's like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll sort you out. I'll sort you out. I'll sort you out. And I was like, okay. And he's like, I just have to check what I have in the warehouse. And I was like, okay, so you ring me back, won't you? Didn't ring me back. I rang him again. He's like, I'll ring you. Would you believe I haven't had a chance to get down there? I'm like, Vinny, stop ghosting me with your trampolines anyway he he totally ghosted me and i never got one off him and i i couldn't have been more ready <sighs> anyway your desperation and you just got turned off <laughs> yeah so then a miracle of miracles i found a trampoline a little six footer in dublin 40 quid no 60 and uh i was like wild with the excitement now sadly the two kilometer uh, radius restrictions had just been put in Seb was like well I mean it's in Cherry Orchard what are you going to do about it? it you're fucked now and I was like I will make this happen if I have to buy a drone on Amazon wait two weeks for that drone to arrive then fly it to Dublin 12 have somebody hook a trampoline to it and then fly it back over the city. I am fucking getting this trampoline. I'd lost all sight of what the trampoline was even for anymore. Like, my kids, kids even, how'd you told them? It my was kids coming? were meanwhile just bouncing up and down on a bed and I just wasn't even noticing that it was providing the exact same fucking function. But I was so head up and like had channeled 
everything into this, uh, Seb. And like, I, you know how I can get with these things. Like, you know, as my friend. You laser know that, like, focus. Laser focus. Like, if I could apply some of that laser focus to anything that would earn me a bit of money, be like, amazing. There's no fucking way I would go to the trouble of having a phone conversation with somebody. There's oh, no yeah. way I would go that far. You're going that far. Oh, I'm there. Like, I'm on Google Maps looking at the location of Vinny's f- supposed warehouse in Cavan, <laughs> trying to ascertain whether he has a fucking eight foot or a six foot trampoline available. <laughs> Nobody will take things to the degree I'll take them, but never for anything useful. Mm. Only for this, ad- like, life adjacent shit. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> sorry. Talk about, I mean, I'm wringing content out of it. <laughs> um, People are like, I've already flipped forward, Sophie. Everyone's <laughs> listening. So I, I was having my wheeling and dealing with um, this lovely woman in Dublin 12. And uh, I was racking my brains. I was at one point, I was like, could I drive over in the dead of night? And then I was like, no, you fool. You're more obvious in the dead of night, breaching the two kilometer radius. Yeah, there's guards and, all over the shop as well. Yeah. And like, and then I was like, could I walk there? <laughs> what are you going to do? Strap it to your back and roll it. it roll it. it you're it's right. It's like a five that foot a diameter. Idea. I could roll it back. <laughs> I was like, could I walk? It's it's eight kilometers. I could spend all day walking there and walking. What's your back. exercise for the day? That's like, I mean, it's obviously still a huge problem because it'd still be completely in breach of lockdown. And like the feckin' oh, yeah. Stasi listening to this could be reporting <laughs> me. Chill out, lads. I didn't break the two k restrictions. I promise. I hit upon a genius idea. I initially was like, oh, I wonder if taxis are still going and are they allowed to drive around the city because it's their job? Yeah. Or what? And What's then the answer? It's like I could get a taxi to drive over there. And then I was like, wait, there's definitely a service that's like a taxi, but it collects things and delivers things and that's its true function. A courier service. I got a courier. Bingo. Bingo! Now, I sort of didn't really know that couriers were people you as an individual could call. I sort of thought it was just a business that could use them. I know. And it took me, I was a business. My publishers were giving me, sending a courier to me to collect a manuscript. And as I was handing the manuscript to this man, I was like, you seem to be. Wait a a minute. You're bringing this beyond the two kilometer lockdown radius. Bingo. And it was that so, man. No, I didn't use him because he was on a motorbike, but I oh. rang a courier. <laughs> I rang a courier and said, listen, I have a trampoline that needs collecting in Cherry Orchard. And he was like, he was a man after my own heart. He was like, I'm with you. Like, let's do this. Okay. Great. How did he get it into his car? No, no, he had a van. He had a van. He had a van. So I hired a, a courier, paid the man. How much did that cost though? 40 quid. That was 33 plus fat. That's pretty good. Listen. And how much was the bouncing machine? 40 quid. Listen, that's all very acceptable, I think, considering the times that are in it. You're laughing. Yeah, that's my 100 euro bouncing castle right there. The bouncing castle arrived. My kids are loving it. I had a go on it. You were worried about my uterus. Sorry, the trampoline. And what's amazing about your trampoline is the fact that you can trap children inside it. Totally. And then I could close the zip Mm -hmm. and get a very tiny padlock, the padlock Mm -hmm. I used to use for the locker of the gym. And then I just slip that between, close the zip, 
click the padlock, only I know the code. <laughs> you can see um, them and hear them. They're safe. They're just away from you. It's like yeah. the, it's like the playpen with the lid we've all been hankering after for years. <laughs> but can I tell you a sad, um, there's a kind of a, an afterward to the pandemic trampoline um, uh, drought. Do tell. So um, I, I don't know how this happened. Well, I do. I do. But OK, so I got after all of that. Right. And that had all gone down last week. Trampoline in place. Kids ignoring it as predicted. And um, I was enjoying sitting in it a little bit. Kind of get in there and it's kind of cozy. Mm. Anyway, didn't I get an email? From. Smith's You're, toys. Stop the light. Have you now got two fucking trampolines in your back? <laughs> <laughs> not yet but it's the email coming. said the trampoline you have ordered but they refunded you no oh. no because the other trampoline that I had bought and been refunded was from a different crowd all I can fathom is that I did a bit of night feed shopping <laughs> do you ever do that when you have a tiny newborn that you're feeding all night and you're in a of haze of exhaustion and then something arrives from Amazon and you're like oh Oh, the face oh. shaving device. <laughs> I bought this hacker, did I? Or the jade roller or <laughs> the, you know, baby sleep pod that I thought was going to fix the baby. Um, I bought a feckin trampoline on pre-order from Smith's and forgot all about no, no memory at all. And what's really scaring me, not that I'm about to have two trampolines in my possession. What's really scaring me is that I'm actually caring for an infant. During those hours where I apparently am so friggin' out of it, I am rebuying, double Can purchasing I ask, did large you already items. cancel it, though? Because I think you could drum up a few book sales with this thing if you put it on a competition of how many... If Free could, orders. Yeah. And then, oh my God, that's such a great idea. You and I'll pay for the courier to send it to you. Yeah. <gasps> You're a genius. I'm going to do that. Because I, I think no but it needs to be to like now. When people, people need are it. desperately in need. Yeah. Oh, that's dark, though. That's that's, the, that's those guys that's doing just... markups on the hands, Annie. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your bouncing castle. It's the best thing that's ever happened. I even think we I talked about it before and I gave a. Anyway, Dan bought this thing last year, probably about this time last year on adverts where we buy everything. Little adverts. It's fucking amazing. Anyway, I'm more of a done deal gal. I must get into adverts. Oh. Yeah, it's high advice. Do it. Anyway, bought this bouncing castle and it has, rev- it's been a fucking godsend. So it's like for small kids, but I can get on it. I can't really bounce, but I can lie on it with them. Mm. But then, um, so it was all going great. Everyone Watching was, Real Housewives. Yeah. But <laughs> Supervising the thing is, your kids. You know, with, like with every toy, you're only ever getting six minutes of entertainment a day. Absolutely. But it is worth it within those six minutes. So anyway, got in, was sort of having a game with Arthur and our game was kind of running around. It's very small. So what, I don't know what size it is. Probably nine. I don't know. Six feet by eight feet. Something like that. Anyway, you could, I could sort of run around inside it at a high speed, grabbing him and he, he's sort of flying in the air. And then I was letting him go and it was gas crack. But <laughs> sure, didn't I then fuck him through the wall of the bouncing castle entirely? You know, the sides of it are made of this like black mesh, interlocking mesh stuff. So I took a good swing and he just shot right through the fucking side of the bouncing castle. Oh, 
shit. And sort of hit the fence a bit. Oh no. I mean, oh, who cares about God. him? I might have broken the fucking bouncing castle is the I problem. Know. Oh, that's what <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, what have I okay. done? <laughs> Obviously he was fine. Um, but I didn't stop to check. I quickly ran around or sorry, looked at the big hole in my fucking bouncing. Luckily, it wasn't a hole in the castle itself. It was a hole in the mech. So I took my needle and thread and I enacted the secret COVID power that we've all been blessed with, the power of craft. And through <laughs> that power, I fixed my bouncing castle. Shall I WhatsApp you a photograph of the amazing job I did, Soph? Uh, yes, please. Because it's the kind of job you do and you take a photograph off. So now it's like scarred. I'm going to send this to you and you'll be able to see the scar. And please admire my handymanship. Similar to when I sewed a night tick onto my Dunn's doors, please, as a child. Um, so oh, I sent that to you there and you can have go. a look. It looks like the Harry Potter scar. You see? Isn't it that looks magnificent? Like that trampoline has seen some shit. It, certainly, it literally has seen shit. But it's like, and now today has, is also, if you have a paddling pool, time to get that. Now, just don't be leaving your kids alone in the paddling pool. <laughs> Thanks for that. Had a bit of a near, not a near miss, just a one holding the other's head underwater. Oh, yeah. So that, just that be happens. aware of the drowning element. That's my one prob with um, locking the kids in the trampoline is that they are absolutely <laughs> mauling each other like a pair of exotic tigers. Hunger Games style. Oh, yeah. A pair of exotic, like your own Joe Exotic Zoo, <laughs> where we could all pay to hold your children and then realize it was exceptionally cruel and that you were profiteering from people who wanted to hold babies. In fact, that's <laughs> oh a legitimate God. fucking business plan. People enjoy holding babies that's and taking me. photographs with babies. I know I was head. just telling you about honestly that's I remember I definitely put that forward as an idea before hmm. like a baby petting zoo yes yeah this is amazingly good idea and what you could have is the parents pay you to take the baby you're providing childcare, Correct. and then the visitors to the petting zoo pay, pay you because you you're letting them pet to the baby the kids not in yeah, that way. Not in that uh, way. Amazing idea. I know. And also, we could also bottle or find some way to find the essence of baby head and bottle that for the gift shop. So the gift so shop. So you could also be like, have a lab. Absolutely. So there's a petting zoo. So what you have is right. There's actually, it's a childcare establishment as, as a front for yes. a petting zoo, which is a front for a lab that is trying to engineer mm. the baby head smell. So from the external. Jeez. You're dropping your kids into the crash. No then crabs. There's a back door to let the baby holders in. The baby And smarters. then a further door uh, the for the scientists. This is genius. This is absolutely genius. And so you'd also have, you know, when you go to the zoo and there's sort of an awkward teenager standing there with a camera. And you're like, <laughs> Taking no, the I'm sorry, we all have cameras in our pockets now, so it's fine. Why um, is that still ongoing? That I find annoying. Yeah, do you ever go to like one of those family uh, all-in sort of uh, holiday things? Yes. And they're, they have these... We were on these... one together. We were. I don't know if they had this at that place, but um, I've just been handed a baby. Go right ahead. That seems kind of snoozy, but Seb seems to be running away nonetheless. 
What a jerk. He's just it's the right podcast. You're in the right ear. We're on brand at the moment. Don't worry. I about know. It. I'm not trying to be professional or we creepy. were talking. We should tell our mother. We were talking about like how to sort of combine uh, mother and father, you know, to kind of create to let people know the creep dive and mother and father that we sort of do the same shit. And you were like, we should put on the creep dive patron mother and father content. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not sure we should put our children in with those that stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Like, like the two ends of the spectrum. And like that they could be infected by it. Yeah. And you were when just like, like, oh, I was oh, just worried yeah. about confusing people. <laughs> and also they're being infected by having us as their parents. I know. I did. I just sometimes think about that. Do you ever think like, obviously all this shy shall be long gone by the time they're sort of teenagers like on the hunt for you remember like we used to hunt as kids for like our um my finding my mum's diary would have been like a thing i would jackpot yeah so this is effectively what we're creating we're a diary and an audible diary but like them finding now i'm the one of us with a daughter so i'm presuming she'll be the one who'll be bothered but i that may not be the case well you know you can never i know you can never predict these things. But anyway, this will be interesting. And how would you feel about them? Oh, I think what we've inadvertently done is created a kind of a bank of blackmail fodder. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's terrible. I presume that like we're going to come to a point where we make a decision to delete everything. Mm. That's always where I thought this was going. Isn't Do that so handy. funny? We've never discussed it. And I, I, I was thinking to myself how handy it is because wouldn't, it's nice the way some people are like. It's like a baby these. book. Yeah. And I never, ever would have done that. And in nah. fact, we have done that. So it's like, it'll be nice for us to listen back maybe. Or maybe when we're dead and we, there'd be no more blackmail available. We could release it to them. Yeah. One by one. <laughs> <A> pr- <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, like some sort of shite movie. Yeah. When they just, instead of feeling sort of heartened, they'd just be horrified and disgusted <laughs> by our conversation. Imagine then, though. Yeah. But then, and as the whole idea of privacy rolls out, and they'll just be fucking shocked you that mean. we are telling everybody all of this shit. And then putting pictures of their genitalia and arses all over. That the shop never and... happened. <laughs> Shut well, up. You know the way, but you know, Nobody... but even just like sending them amongst each other, you know, just on little private, what we think are private chats, and they'll be like, "You fucking idiots! You That's idiots! Not private." the russians were gathering pictures of all our baby genitalia so listen lads if you're listening right now and you are one of our spawn it it was a different time now than it is in the future and like we're if if you haven't had kids yet you don't know yet how hard it was and we had to do this to keep ourselves sane absolutely true we had to throw you under the bus yeah to preserve our mental health and you're right so if you're listening and you're one of our spawn, if you haven't had kids yet, you don't, you don't get it yet. So if you, you know what I mean? You don't yeah. understand why we're doing this. You don't know. Do you know this though is... what's mad? Imagine though, if we put it in our kind of wills or something that like after we're dead or whatever. Yeah. And like, imagine you're like, you know, you don't know what kind of relationship they're going to have with us when we grow up or whatever. But like, imagine, mm-hmm. you know, that it's been tricky and they don't really like us or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they discovered that there's like 500 hours of content <laughs> of us. And they Bitching thought they were them. fucking rid of us. And then it turns out <laughs> that we've actually 
put together this bank of homework that oh, they have to listen to. Yes. <laughs> sort of stress listen to, do you know, yeah, as well. Yeah. But oh, you know, though, funny. it really does make me think a lot about this. And I wonder if you ever think about this in relation to Ash and stuff. But like, mm. I, if somebody handed your sister. My, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Um, if somebody handed me. Like, if I'd love to hear uh, Kev's voice again. Yeah, I used to have a voicemail from Ashling on my old phone when she died. And it wasn't at the stage yet that I could have could. transferred it to anywhere uh, else. Oh, yeah. And I remember having a couple of text messages on that phone as well. And then I remember changing phone, the phone died or whatever, and then kind of saying goodbye to those things. And yeah. that was devastating. And we won't, like now you know we'll have places to store things and we will be able to revisit them but yeah mm. no i also remember finding a tape i don't know where that is actually i must look up. you remember as kids when you'd record your own voice on those I yeah can't remember what the things are called cassette player playmobil yeah whatever yeah <laughs> the fisher and, price cassette recording yeah used to work. and we used to yeah. like use sellotape to tape up the two parts that would allow you to record over tapes music oh, tapes. yeah and uh me and i remember finding a, them and me and ash kind of just having like just playing or whatever and recording our voices there but and I think I found it did I find it around the time she died I remember listening back and to be honest when you find those things after too soon after someone's died it's not it's too painful you can't go there yet so I you know you probably do things but probably just fuck it away and just put it somewhere and just try to forget about it for the time being but then now it's years later that you think god yeah yeah so Kev must have done a a television interview or something like that well yeah I mean what I have of him is um because I find it very hard to remember people's voices and I think a lot of people have that and I find I can in my head I can only conjure up his voice in one thing he's singing a little scrap of a song that Mm. I can remember him singing and it's like do you know the way it's very fleeting it's a Van Morrison song Mm. it's just a line do you know the way Mm. But um, do you know what I have, which is nice, is that when he retired, so my dad worked in TV, which is why Jen is saying surely there's some kind of bit of audio or visual of him somewhere. And I, there is one of the guys he worked with for a long time in, in RTE made w- when he was retiring a kind of, uh, you know, supercut mm. of loads oh, of bits right. of sure. archive. We saw it. I played bits of it at his funeral. Do you remember there's like yeah. a bit of him running? That's right. And there's no audio hardly at all, actually, because uh, my dad was a producer and he didn't really uh, do. He very briefly worked as a reporter. So there's the two little bits of audio that I have are like him doing this like slot uh, for a current affairs show where he's like walking through a field with a farmer and there's just a little bit of his voice in voiceover being like, Tony used to receive eight punts an hour because <laughs> it's really random. And then the other bit I have is like, he's about 20, about 26 and he's in the audience at the late, late. And he's talking about the Guinness factory workers going on strike. Mm. And he says like a scrap of a line, but it doesn't sound like him because he's like so much younger then when I ever knew him, like he looks so like me, it's crazy because he's got the same kind of length hair and it's blonde. Whereas when I was, by the time, you know, he was a dad and stuff, he had darker yeah. hair and his voice wasn't as high pitched. It's kind of mad. And his cork was really strong, whereas that had kind of gone relaxed a bit over the yeah. year. But they, I have those two little bits and I 
Um, I have them like on that video in an email. Yeah. Like, but to be just, honest, we tend to just watch it on his birthday and his anniversary. Like, but it is kind of, yeah, something you miss about people when they're gone, their voice. Why are we talking about this now? I wonder. I tell you. Is it just sort of this, is this something sort of, I, I guess we all have a bit of time. Yeah. Isn't it? And yeah. There's a lot of death chat, obviously, at the moment. And, and yeah, and the way and people are dying at the moment is really messed up because yeah. obviously. You can say goodbye. No. And that is actually, isn't that the saddest part of this whole thing? God, yeah. Apart from the actual dying part. Very, yeah, just the, th- the thought of it. There's some I think as well, I'm having a lot of like relief that we're Kev not is gone. Where, yeah. And uh, me like, too. Or say, had, imagine yeah, like Ashley as sick as she was so, at the end. Like, yeah. Imagine. And all CF patients at the moment, I'm sure they, for the most part, well, depending on how, bad, how sick you are, would be sort of hyper aware of you know germs yeah. and contracting contracting things so uh at jesus if you'd see after the moment you'd just be in fucking lockdown and you'd be trying desperately to not get this oh my god yeah respir- uh, along with other things respiratory illness and this would be not good It'd be so like, that's why we're thinking about it yeah, and I think as well, like, do you remember you were talking about the, like, the baby touching and stuff like that? And yeah. I know we talked, we said this on the Vulture Club earlier and stuff, but, like, worth saying here, um, that lots of people with new babies getting in touch. Mm. Um, and I suppose because I'm chatting on my Instagram a bit about, like, because I've got a new baby and things like that. And, like, yeah. honestly, it's so fucking bittersweet for those people. I really feel for them. Because you've got a lovely new baby, but it's such a shitty ass time to be in that zone. And um, I don't know, I just felt like saying it out. If you're experiencing that at the moment and you're just feeling weird as fuck, like you would be feeling a level of weirdness no matter what. If, even if the world wasn't in pandemic. But God damn it, it's really unfair on you guys. And just the, just the such, you're missing the moments, you know, letting your, your parents you hold your, your baby or your, and, yeah, yeah. Or your siblings. And I know, I mean, I was saying to you earlier about my mum, you know, she pretty much went into self-isolation like when Sonny was about two weeks old. So yeah. she hasn't had a chance much. And like, I was over like socially distant from her this morning and she was like, oh, I mean, I wouldn't be able to hold him, would I? And you could see she actually had that kind of hug hunger. And then we were debating whether we could wrap him up in a sheet and she could cuddle him through a sheet. <laughs> You'd have to like leave him on the grass in the sheet. <laughs> yeah, wrapped up collect- fully, presumably screaming because that's what they do. Mm. Um, I really want to remember what the sex through a sheet uh, religion is. And I just... Um, <laughs> Hang on, I can give it a quick. Google it's, it now. is actually is. You should um, clarify Hasidic. this as well that you didn't. Uh, that I didn't, didn't go, go with it. With in it. The end. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we could. Maybe we could. I feel um, like let's just say you definitely can't. Um, I can in case say, people come at you, come at me. No, not a good idea. We didn't do it. Don't worry. No need to report us Stasi style. And um, I've just googled um sex through a sheet. And uh, it's the most widespread rumor, myth, sorry, about Orthodox Jews. Um, so the Talmud mandates that sex must be done completely naked. Mm. Um, so apparently, yeah, isn't that weird that it's a rumor? 
not a rumor, a myth. Well, I guess it, it, it's, it's funny, the Hasidic, it, there's a lot of sort of secrecy around, kind of. Do you want to hear where it may have originated from? Of course I fucking This do. is a bit of a side, side chat. So, may originate from the Talit Katan, a very wide rectangular shawl with four pattern knotted strings called tzitzit, hanging from each corner. Ultra-Orthodox Jews wear a small talit under their shirts for the entire day with the strings, aha, hanging out on the sides of the pants, which I have seen. Mm, yes. To make oh, the sorry, garment... sorry, so that's actually beneath their... That's not, it's that's beneath their shirt. The gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> to make the garment, garment simple, they cut a hole in the sheet to put their heads through. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, sorry, I don't know. Sonny's giving out there. Cleanliness is a big thing in Judaism, so they wash their talit. Yeah, fair. Um, Non-Jews in old Eastern European villages would see the large sheets hanging from the clothesline to dry. Ah. The sheet, quote unquote sheet, had a hole in the middle and active imaginations made up the rest. Oh my God, is this accurate? I hope it is because that's That's amazing. Yeah, I'm just watching it. I mean, I'm reading about it on... um, a website that's uh answers that's absolutely about amazing kosher love you were afraid to ask that yeah. is fascinating isn't so it? it's all that's a load of shit fascinating that, i wondered about that for years there is a kind of a, a kind of a you can see how it caught on you're like oh yeah oh yeah scandalously weird kind of nugget of information that's not <laughs> true now we know now we know we can make that assumption never again never again so I've been, uh, I was in Temple Street. Jesus, of course, my God. Sunday night with a high fever child. And I have to say, I mean, everyone, it, it, the place was fucking deserted the, to A&E. Now it was midnight, but it was, uh, so she, the baby just had a very high temperature and it wouldn't come down with the cowpaw and the Norfen. So I was like, oh, fuck it, I've got to go in. So I lashed her in the car and in we went and we were stopped twice on the way in. Mad. And I was, wor- I was, Pa- I was a bit panicking. Freaking, yeah. Yeah, and it was funny. Could you see Mimi from, like, no, you know she the way sits she in the me. back? Yeah, yeah. she sits behind me. Oh, anyway, wonderful. so they were very, obviously the guards were like, where are you going? I said, Temple Street, and they were like, you know, keep her lit, keep on trucking. Uh, oh so that God. was fine. And we flew in, there was nobody on the roads, but fucking hell, it was so just sad and strange. So everyone was kind of garbed up and masked up and everything. And it was actually just so difficult to communicate and effectively and understand what people were saying, what the doctors were saying. And you could see my doctor sort of, st- I couldn't fucking hear her, basically. The baby was crying in my arms. She was trying to tell me something. She had a mask on. Yeah. I couldn't hear and I couldn't tell from her facial expression whether the news she was, whether she, I needed for her to, to be able to read from her, whether it was Grant. Totally. I needed that facial Oh my God, it's essential. And I couldn't get it. And it was the whole thing just terrible. Now going to A&E with your kid is terrible anyway. But you know yourself, uh, this is added kind of feariness about it. Oh hell yeah. And you're watching everyone. Yeah. To see how they're acting around you. Yeah. To try and just gauge. Like should you be like up to 90 terrified? Mm. Or should you just be like trying to keep chill? That's it. And you'd rely so much on, you know, body language, facial expressions. And uh, yeah, you could see that everyone was giving social distancing. It was a dreadful feeling. You just felt it was it's very difficult for them to comfort you, you know? Yeah. It's just very 
difficult, unpleasant experience. And I just really felt for everybody working in there, you know, because it is just such a challenging, scary time. Now, everyone was brilliant and we were seen straight away and we were only in for a few hours and it was tonsillitis, uh, you know, uh, antibiotics and we were off home four in the morning or whatever. But um, thank God, thank God everything was fine. But yeah, Jesus, it's a fucking mad world. You know, it is. If you're kind of worrying now about going in with your kid and you think, oh, I don't know, just fucking go to the hospital. I mean, there was nobody in there. There was we were in and out, you know, don't ever fucking hold don't especially at the moment don't hold back with your kids yeah um, don't feel like in. you have to kind of underreact because yeah no so not much at all. else going on yeah our advice is go the fucking go obviously we're not doctors either so but you know if in doubt in you go uh but yeah no so it's been a fucking mad week it's um it's making that like what you're telling me there about like because i haven't been in any way I, I haven't been around anyone who's working mm. in the health services and, you know, like can't actually imagine what they're going through. But I keep thinking about, you know, the meme that was going around about with Mel Gibson and Jesus from the Passion of the Christ. Yeah. And yeah. it's um, on the original meme. The caption is explaining to my friends with kids under six how it's been isolating alone. And uh, it just got me thinking there what you were saying there about like the poor people, everyone who's working in the healthcare from the doctor's to uh, like the cleaning staff and mm. absolutely everyone in between but the porters they yeah, must they're... come out and look at twitter everyone bitching about banana bread and just want morons. to set fire to us yeah you goddamn we morons <laughs> oh honestly to everyone who listens there's lots of i know there's lots of people mm-hmm pharmacists and nurses and doctors yeah, yeah and people and uh, midwives and everything mm-hmm. like oh that yeah thank you thank you i know it, like it's we we probably sound i mean we're not used to being sincere <laughs> and you're not thank listening. you you're not used so to fucking head. much like you're doing you did a good impression of a sincere person there so <laughs> i try i so, yeah I'm as, I'm as sincere as i get at the moment i told you i nearly cried at room to improve the other night like it's listen it's you know up, though i keep yeah. fucking you know everyone's having wild dreams and stuff yeah my only dream that i'm having over and over is that i'm pregnant again and in Hellfire. the dream i am just railing pleading with anyone who listens like but it's impossible how can this be happening it's impossible <laughs> i fucking hope it's not happening fucking it's That's impossible it cannot Grant, oh, grant, grant, I know, grant. I know. So on that note, pre-recommendation, our, all our recs are over on the Vulture Club. So and come over and listen to them there. This it's will great. come out after that. So if you haven't listened, go back and listen. We have quality recommendations and uh, just pop on over. It's all free of charge. You know yourself. Uh, yes. We're here to keep you, help you sane. Hope everyone's well. We will see you again. And this is helping us. Yeah. yeah. See you next week. Bye. Lots of love to you all. Bye.